When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so we just finished up with the Ford. Now it's time to get into the Rivian and do the same test. I got my fob. Let's do this. Uh, uh, I cannot open the Rivian. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Jesse. And on today's show, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this. But we gotta. Next, on In Depth. All right, so how we got here is that we wanted to test both of our electric pickup trucks in the cold New England weather. Yeah, as you know by now, we love electric vehicles. But not all electric vehicles are the same, and so we love to test them for you. All aspects, range, safety, features, charging, handling, etc. And you can't do that the way most reviewers do it. We've learned that the hard way, which is they get a vehicle from the manufacturer for a couple of hours or days and they just film it. And honestly, that doesn't really tell you anything, because if you're going to buy one of these things, that means that you're going to own it. And you want to know what it's like day after day, month after month, in all conditions, in different seasons and situations. So that's why we bought our Ford F-150 Lightning and we bought our Rivian R1T and why we're going to buy our Tesla Cybertruck so we can put them through real life use. In this case, we went out a few weeks ago to test cold weather range on the Ford Lightning and Rivian R1T. We were able to test out the Ford because it started and drove, but unfortunately, if you remember, the Rivian didn't work that morning. And last week, we went out again in even colder sub-zero weather to test both trucks, and lo and behold, again, the Rivian wouldn't start. In fact, this time, it was bricked, meaning we couldn't even get in it. Uh, let's tell it to unlock the truck. Received error from vehicle. It says that it has 93% battery, 261 miles, but I can't unlock it. Okay, so I want to explain something here. Um, back in early December, I went out one afternoon to do some errands. I took out my Rivian fob and I couldn't unlock my truck. And, and that's kind of normal, actually, because the Rivian fob battery has died multiple times. So I wasn't surprised. So I went and replaced the battery, which I've bought a lot of, by the way. And it came back a few minutes later and still could not open the truck. No problem. There are multiple ways to unlock the R1T. I have a key card. So just like the Tesla Model Y or the Model 3. So I grabbed that. I waved it in front of the door like a crappy magician. And voila, nothing happened. No problem. There is yet another way to unlock the truck, the phone app. So I took out my phone and I opened the app and I got the message that my phone could not connect to the truck. So I called Rivian and they told me they couldn't connect to the truck and would have to send a tow truck. Not mobile service, mind you. They need to bring the truck into Boston to service it. Now, I also want to explain something else here. On the phone with Rivian service, when they told me they would have to send a flatbed to pick up my truck, I told them that it was bricked, meaning it wouldn't roll. You can't get in the cab to put it in neutral or even turn the wheels, which, by the way, were turned to the side. So I told them I was worried about winching it onto a flatbed. They assured me 
that they would send a Rivian certified trained expert who would jumpstart the 12 volt battery, unlock the cab and be able to put it in neutral. So I felt much better after I heard that. But I did ask again because I've never met such an individual. I said something like, wow, you have 24 hour Rivian certified tow truck drivers that cover all of Massachusetts. And she replied, yes, sir. All of our tow truck technicians are Rivian certified. And so here's what happened. Wow. So you talked to this Rivian certified guy? Well, he was a very nice tow truck driver, but he was not Rivian certified. In fact, he said, what's that? And I said, well, oh. he pointed to your truck. Yeah, he pointed to my truck and I said, oh, that's the Rivian you're going to be towing. And he said, no, but what is it? And I said, it's a Rivian pickup truck. And he said, no, but what is it? And I said, it's a Rivian. And he said, no, but what kind of truck is it? And I had to, this was literally like a, an Abbott and Costello routine where we were back and forth like six times. And I was like, spelt like pointing to it, spelling it. And he's like, and I said, it's electric. And he said, I don't know anything about that. Never seen one before in my life. And I was like, whoa, you maybe shouldn't pull this truck up onto your flatbed. And he was like, don't worry. And I was like, well, I am kind of worried because you can't turn the wheels. So then a couple minutes later, he said, so can you unlock it so we can turn the wheels straight? This is after he had put those sleds under it. And I'm like, no, dude, I can't get in the truck. It is dead. And he was like, oh, okay, don't worry. And I was like, but I still am worried. And I'm like, do you know how much this weighs? And he, and he had no idea. I told him, I'm like, it's a 7,000 pounds. Is your winch? He was like, don't worry. He just kept saying, don't worry. He did a great job. He put the truck right. onto the flatbed. Right, right, right. And, and I mean, yeah, nothing against the tow truck driver. He he had a job to do, which was get to get that truck onto the flatbed and, and he drive did it. it down. So he did that. In the rain. In the rain. Um, but that is not what you were told on the phone. Not at all. That um, they were going to be Rivian certified and that they were going to be able to uh, jumpstart the Rivian yep. and get it working. Now, we tried to get it jumpstarted. Yep. Um, unfortunately, the way that we had it parked, there was no way that we could drive a car up behind it right. um, because we didn't really anticipate it dying. And we don't have any just like 12-volt batteries lying around. We tried throwing a battery charge. And so, by the way, for just to explain, um, there are two leads on the truck that – um, that come out of the rear bumper. And I had a hell of a time getting them out of the rear bumper. Yeah, that. so they make it sound like you can just push this little round thing and it'll open up, but it feels like you're going to break something. It took me 30 minutes on my back um, on the ground. And when I talked to the technician about it later, he said, oh, yeah, you really have to push like you're going to break it. And I'm like, well, that shouldn't be. It's cold out and plastic doesn't like. Uh, yeah, it gets more cold. brittle. Yeah. So anyway, we finally got these leads out and we put on one of those like um, jump starter things for your car. Um, and the Rivian acted really weird. We actually got the lights to flash um, and it seemed like maybe something was going to happen. But then the, you know, the jump starter was like, what is this? Yeah. So we didn't have uh, the right thing to, to do it. You need basically another 12 volt battery. Well, and also, as we will have learned later. Uh, that only would have popped the frunk. Then we would have had right. to take the frunk liner out. Right. And then we would have had to charge two separate 12-volt batteries in the front bay of the car. Did you tell Rivian that you wanted an alignment? I did. I said, I'm pretty sure after that whole thing that it's going to need an alignment. And they said, don't worry, sir. We'll check it out and see if it needs one. And we'll give you one if it needs it. Um, so it was down in Boston for three days. Um, and at the end of that, they said, no, we checked it. It's fine. It doesn't need an alignment. As soon as we got it back, we took it for a ride and it needed an yeah, alignment. It needs an alignment pretty bad. Oh, and by the way, um, do you remember you had to drive the fob down to Boston? And I can't, I've blocked all that out. Why did you have to drive the fob down there? So, yeah, they called you one day while it was down in Chelsea um, and they said, uh, uh, you didn't give the tow truck driver the fob. Um, and you were like, I had given him the card. Right. And you were like, right. 
And they're like, um, well, but, we can't unlock the vehicle. Yeah, my NFC uh, door reader wasn't working. That's another thing that's broken on the car. So they needed the fob. And they said they'd either have to have me drive the fob down there, which you ended up doing. Or they'd have to call me every time they wanted to get into the vehicle. I would have to open it on my app and it would only have like a few minutes to do so. And I was like, I don't want that. So you drove the fob down. Which, I mean, driving down to Chelsea, their service location is in a very annoying to get to place. Uh, For those of you who don't know Boston geography, I won't go into it. Now, I just want to take a step back here. Mm -hmm. Why didn't we tell everyone about this back in December? I'll tell you why. I thought to myself, look, this can happen to any product, right? I mean, there's some fluke or some broken part or some wonky code, and this is just a one-off. And I don't want to give EVs a bad knock just because I happen to have one bad experience. And to be honest, I didn't even know at the time what exactly had happened, so maybe I was partly responsible, and I didn't want to go blaming Rivian if I had something to do with the problem. A few weeks later, as we showed you on our first cold weather range test in depth, the Rivian wouldn't boot up properly. Remember, we didn't have power steering. Uh, The screens wouldn't wake up. And I mean, we certainly weren't going to drive it 200 miles up into the mountains in cold weather with it acting up. So again, I called Rivian. This time they had us reboot it and it started acting normal again. So after that, I kind of thought, well, it did happen twice, but it only took a reboot to fix it. So. But let's not forget, you completely lost faith in this truck at this point. I mean, you pretty much stopped driving it except for extremely short trips. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I didn't want it to die on me somewhere and leave me stranded. And I didn't exactly understand what had caused the previous two problems. And so I didn't trust the vehicle anymore. But the final straw came last week. Yes, it was cold. And I really mean cold. But all of our other EVs, the Ford Lightning, all of our Teslas, My Leaf, your Leaf, they all started up fine even in sub-zero weather. The Rivian, on the other hand, was a brick. Again. So, I called Rivian. And, uh, well, you can see some of what happened here. Uh, Yes, I went out to my Rivian R1T this morning and I can't get into it. It seems to be uh, locked. It's very cold here in Massachusetts. Can't get into the vehicle, is that what you need? Correct, I can't open the doors. Was the vehicle charged? Yes, fully charged. Approximately what time did you encounter this uh, situation? Um, just a couple minutes before I called you. Right then. I'm pulling the door handle, nothing's happening. They said they sent some unlock codes. I was able to kind of force the door handle open so I could pull it like you told me to, but it didn't do anything. Uh, the vehicle did not come alive. So instead of staying on the phone with them out there and freezing to death, I told them to call me back when when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know something. So it says in my app that I should approve the uh, recent estimate for work. And it says it's over $700. Wait, what happened? They were going to, what was $800? Yeah. So they're like, we'll send a mobile technician. I was like, great. Great. A few minutes later, I get on my app, a notification says, please approve the work to be done. I'm like, okay, sure. I scrolled through it and it's like $797. And and it didn't even say exactly what they were going to do. So I called Rivian. And I said, well, I said this. Um, I, I don't want to approve this because I shouldn't have to pay because my 
Rivian is bricked. What I'll do is change this over into internal and then reset it to you. Uh, there's no fees until once the tech comes out, they determine if it's something that's warrantable or not. Um, if it's something that's externally caused, um, then it would be customer pay. Um, if it is something warrantable, that's the, the actual tech will make that determination on site. Uh, so I could definitely change this over to internal. Okay. I'll come out, take a look, and then I'll make that determination for you on site. Uh, basically, instead of assuming that they wouldn't charge me, they assumed that I they would charge me, even though it wasn't my fault. And th- that seemed very scammy to me because he immediately took it off. And I'm like, why would you immediately charge me $800? I had nothing to do with this. And that brings me to another thing about Rivian, their phone system. Mm. Whenever you call Rivian service, you get placed on hold and you get this recording that says like, please wait for a Rivian a service person. And then you're directed to, I think it's like normal Illinois or one of their- I think it's Michigan. Michigan. Um, That's even if you're trying to call your local service station. And so there's no way to directly call your local service station, even if you've talked to them before. And so it has to go through Michigan. And then Michigan calls calls your local service service station. station. And here's another problem. What I found out is recently in Boston at that service center, especially in the month of December, I guess they were busy trying to sell vehicles. They pulled a lot of people out of there. And at some points there was only one person working there and they have multiple vehicles they're working on. So you could never get a hold of the person because they were so busy working. And so I can never get a hold of the service station. Not you, right? The person in Michigan right. that you called. And now we're playing this game of, yeah. of three-person telephone. Right. They would with- call me back and they'd be like, sorry, I couldn't get in touch with Boston. And I'm like, so oh, what do okay. I do? <laughs> anyway, a mobile tech just came out. And I want to tell you what happened with the truck lately. So they replaced the two AGM 12-volt batteries. Um, and to do that, like Jesse said, you have to jump it from the back, pop the front, take out the front liner, take out those batteries, they replace them. And they explain that what they think had happened was in the first instance where it had died, where you saw it being pulled onto the tow truck, it had been stuck in a cycle where it was trying to do an update and it got like stuck in that cycle. And so the 12 volt battery stayed on until it died. And so basically drained the battery to zero. Now, as you may know, in cold weather and when you drain a 12 volt battery all the way down, not good for the battery. So what I think kind of happened is that that basically bricked that battery. Even though it came back to life, you know that once a battery has gone through something bad, it's not really a good battery anymore. So that 12 volt battery was no good. And I think the other part is it's kind of a perfect storm here. The tech just told me that the software that they have in the trucks as of today doesn't really um, give you the right feedback about the 12 volt battery. Oh, right. That's another thing that happened. Um, a week before the third bricking of the truck, um, you know, this this latest one where the tech came out, we got an on-screen notification that says 12 volt battery needs service. Right. So we called Rivian service mm-hmm. and said, hey, I got this thing on my screen. What should we do about it? And they said, we'll look into that. Three days later. Three days later, they called back and they said, doesn't seem to be any problem. I looked into the vehicle and it said that the 12 volt battery has 97% state of health. Yeah. So they said, we'll close out this ticket. And I'm like, okay, great. Great. Turns out they were later. they were getting a false reading. And this uh, new software update that's supposed to come out, well, it was already supposed to come out, but it got pushed back. It's supposed to come out, I guess, next month, uh, should give a better indication of what's really going on with the battery. So if, if that had been up and running, Maybe we would have spotted this problem a lot sooner. But in our talking with the tech, and it's not 100% clear, so you know, don't quote me on it and don't quote the tech on it. It's not his job. But basically, he was saying that uh, the software that we're on now gives a lot of false negatives. And so Rivian service system has been inundated with people calling about their 12-volt batteries. Turns out to not be a problem with most of them, apparently, hopefully, I knock on wood. Um, 
And so then they just kind of close out those tickets. And so that's what they did here. They were just like, you know, a cursory I, check is. I think guess. there's a lot of Rivians driving around with bad batteries that are going to give them trouble yeah, soon. I'm, I'm worried about that. Anyway, I'm still waiting for the NFC door handle replacement. Rivian said that earlier models, many of them had bad ones. And that led me to the question of, so why haven't I had mine replaced yet since mm -hmm. they've known about it for months? And the thing is, I still can't trust this vehicle. So I'm not really taking it for many rides anymore. Yeah, we don't know exactly why their batteries fail in the cold. And the other question is, why can't we get into the frunk manually? In the yeah. Ford, for instance, you can take a metal key, <laughs> stick it into the car, turn it, unlock the door, even if the, even if the truck is dead, open the door, and then there is a manual release for the frunk if you really need smart. it yeah. um you can also if the truck is working you can tell it from your fob or from uh inside the vehicle to open the frunk and right. to close the frunk and that's how you get at the 12 volt battery and it has a little door right. to get to the 12 volt battery yeah you don't have to take any liner out um i will say tesla is very similar to rivian in this regard where you need some 12 volt source in order to pop the frunk and to charge the battery yep. so but most people haven't really run into this problem with their Teslas. Right. And speaking of the frunk, on a lot of the forums, a lot of Rivian owners are having trouble where if the frunk doesn't close properly, there's no way to keep it locked. And so you're forced to drive at 20 miles an hour or less back home. Right. They're having a latch problem where the latch won't close all the way, which then again sends the error and now you're stuck going 20 miles an hour. So again, when I go shopping, I'm afraid to open my frunk to use it. Can't use my tonneau cover. I'm afraid to use my frunk. My gear shuttle hasn't arrived yet. My camp kitchen hasn't arrived yet. My Rivian tent hasn't arrived yet. So there's five things right there that uh, Rivian hasn't delivered on. Now, look, I realize new companies have growing pains, but they advertise this truck as an adventure vehicle. They don't advertise it as like a sports car that you have to take really good care of. Or a sedan right. or something where it's like you're going to be either at your house or at the mall or right. at work. And AAA is going to be able to get to you and a tow truck is going to be able to get to you. Luckily, we were in our driveway. But had we been somewhere else a little bit harder to get to, we could be in serious, serious trouble. So there you have it. That's been our experience so far. We wanted to show you the reality of what has happened to us. So I honestly really like the Rivian. I didn't want to have to be the bearer of bad news. That's not our goal here. But this is an expensive vehicle. And as a consumer, if I take off my YouTube hat right now and I put on my Rivian owner hat, I'm an unhappy customer. I hop in my Ford Lightning and I have every confidence in it. But Rivian has shown over and over that their engineers aren't up to the task. Breaking tonneau covers, frunks that won't close properly, and now bricking in cold weather? I really thought that since Rivian had spent years testing these vehicles in harsh conditions like we saw on The Long Way Up, which was filmed back in like 2018, that they had learned and fixed things so that these trucks would be super reliable adventure vehicles. And I thought that Ford would be the ones having issues. But I think that's the value of our channel. We are trying to be scientific and honest, testing these vehicles head to head, sharing the data without the fear of manufacturers cutting us off from press events. Because... Let's face it now, they're overrated. Having some auto journalist hop in the car in San Luis Obispo and getting to drive it around for a couple hours and bring it back and be like, I thought that the handling was rather nice and blah, 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 blah. That isn't what you want. Right. That isn't what you need. You are going to need a vehicle to be a vehicle. Yeah. It needs to be there for you working 99.9% .9 of the time. Of right. course, there's going to be service. Of course, there's going to be repairs. But 
three incidents within the span of like two months is ridiculous. And that's why we need you, our patrons. Uh, we can't do this kind of work without your support. So if you find what we do valuable, please head on over to our Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash now you know. You can support us for as little as a buck a month. You get a lot of extra bonus content that we give you there. And it really helps us out on the show to do this kind of work. We could not have done this. We could not have had both the Rivian and the Lightning at the same time without Patreon support. And are we like spending money frivolously on these trucks? No, it's not to have these trucks. It's just to test them out over a long period of time to run into issues like this. So that way we can kind of be the canary in the coal mine for you. So that way you can know, oh, Maybe I shouldn't get the Rivian because I live in a place where it's really cold. Or maybe I won't worry about it because I live down in Florida. And when we get our Tesla Cybertruck, we're really going to know what we're talking about because we've been driving electric trucks for a long time. And I want to thank you so much for letting us do that, for letting us be able to test this stuff out in the real world and to not have to suck up to auto manufacturers and to, you know, oh, should we really talk about that? Because like that, you know, we only had the truck for seven hours and that was a bit of a fluke. So maybe we shouldn't bring it up and then we wouldn't get the next one. Mm -hmm. We don't have to do that. We can we can say exactly what we want. We can be completely honest because there's nothing that Rivian can do to take this truck away from us. Right. They, they might have stopped us from getting the R1S because that, we cert we oddly enough haven't been able to order it yet. That is weird. But it is built on the same platform, so I expect the same issues. Um, and uh, well, if you've been on the Rivian forums, you may have heard that people are unable to buy their their R1Ss and R1Ts if they had pre-ordered it back before they increased the price. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. That is weird. Anyway, thank you so much for watching, everybody. We hope you found this enjoyable. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Now you know. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.